Welcome to our joint venture with Mind Wars and the Awakening Podcast. You'll find Chris on mindwars.uk and on BitChute Mind Wars. I'm on awakeningpodcast.org and Awakening Podcast on BitChute. Chris, how are you today? I am fantastic, Ryan. You must be even doing better because I just see you got into the 0.5% of podcasts in the world. So that's a fair achievement in itself. Yeah, no, yeah, I was uh, shocked with that as a well. like, like I've been well, only one percent there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, if I put it up there, they just Facebook kind of blocks me. Like I, uh, I put up something. Uh, what was it today? Actually, I was sharing uh, our episode, and they they basically banned me for uh, three days. So it was like you cannot post in groups for three days. This is because you're a counteractivity, and it didn't follow our community guidelines. This can happen for a number of reasons. We sharing spam into the group are sharing the same. I'm basically doing what I always do, which is basically our episode, and I share mm-hmm. it into different groups that I know we get a bit of support from. So it's just fascist book doing their same thing. But in in fairness to you, I see you've uh, you've passed out the the hundred k on your bit shoot because I know you, you had to move away from YouTube. So that's a fair achievement. Yeah. So it seems to be kind of growing a bit of legs and and picking up a bit of pace at the moment. All right. So that's um that's taken off. That's over a hundred thousand views at the moment and and counting as we say so i mean yeah yeah we're, we're doing something right at the end of the day anyway so we can just uh, hope the numbers will just keep pushing up but getting information out, out to people is vital whether it's you know regardless of whatever number it is if it just if it helps somebody across the world then you know job done exactly so we've got a lot of stuff this week so quite a I bit suppose, yeah a lot of videos actually right. this week exactly so yeah. maybe we'll start off with one of them if you'd like to start off with um yeah maybe, i mean uh, my mike Mike Eden. Mike Eden, I know, yeah, with a video from Mike Eden, I mean, it's, it's not so much, it's about three or four minute video, it's not so much what Mike Eden says, I said it's the actual person itself who's saying it, this guy was, you know, ex-Pfizer, very high up in, ex, uh, in Pfizer itself, very pro-vaccination, you know, all this, very going along with the mainstream, and in the last couple of months, he's really taken a turn um, over to our side of things, so if he's actually saying the things he's actually saying, yeah, people might want to listen that were very kind of mainstream all of a sudden, now this guy has turned for, for the better, so... We'll let you listen to what he wants to say here. This idea, for example, that you can be ill, even though you have no symptoms, and you can be a, a respiratory virus threat to someone else, even though you have no symptoms, that, that's also invented in 2020. There's, there's simply no history of it, and, and it defies common sense as well. Uh, I'm paying to do this, right? I have lost work. I have had people I've known for decades no longer want to speak to me. I'm very sincere in what I'm doing. I'm warning you that governments around the world and certainly yours locally is lying to you in various ways that are easy for you to establish. If you choose not to do that, there's nothing someone like me can do about it, okay? You've been subject to propaganda and lies by people who are very well trained in how they do that and I'm a complete amateur. So I'm simply telling you that if you want to check any one of the things I have said, you will find it to be true. And I would point out to you that if you find one thing your government has said, which is clearly not true, I ask you this. Why would you believe anything else they've told you? Once you've been infected, you're immune. There's no uncertainty about it. It's been studied hundreds of times now. Lots of literature has been published. So once you've been infected, Often you'll have no symptoms. Uh, You are now immune, probably for decades. It's simply not true that the variants that it throws off as it replicates are sufficiently different from each other to represent any threat at all. It's not even unlikely. It's impossible, based on uh, the thousands and thousands of variants that have been formed, 
They're all very, very similar to the original. In fact, I joke about them and call them samients because they're so similar, you might as well see them as the same. And so you've been infected, you'll mostly survive unless you're very close to death anyway. You're then immune possibly for life. It's not true that the variants represent any kind of threat. It's not true that you need a top-up vaccine. Most of you don't need a vaccine at all. Most of you would be well advised to stay away from experimental uh, uh, vaccines, unfortunately, that do come with a, a blood clot risk. Why would you take a risk with your health for something that's not a threat to you? So when your government lies to you once or twice, we're probably quite used to politicians occasionally telling white lies, and we kind of let them. But when they lie to you about something technical, something that you can check, and they do so repeatedly over months, and they do it over many, many elements of the, whole, of the same event, please, you've got to believe me in not telling the truth. And if they're not telling the truth, that means there's something else afoot. And I'm here today to tell you that there is something very, very bad happening. Uh, and if you don't pay attention, you will soon lose any chance to do anything about it. And don't say you weren't warned, because I've been warning people as long as I can and as hard as I can, that you can still, right now, take your normal society back. You can take it back tomorrow. You don't need masks, they don't work. Forget lockdowns, they never slowed transmission, which took place mostly in institutions like hospitals and care homes. You don't need to be vaccinated by uh, inadequately tested and somewhat dangerous gene-based spike protein-inducing proteins. Uh, and you don't need to do what you're told by corrupt scientists who are apparently advising our, our government. If you don't do that, in the next few weeks. It will be over, I believe, if we get to a point of a so-called vaccine passport, I think you will have lost the chance to take it back and you will regret it. Well, I mean, when you listen to somebody of his caliber coming out and saying, go against it, and there's been a few others as well, you know, you should heed it because, you know, I know that there's plenty of people like ourselves going out there and we get attacked at times. But when somebody's actually working there, irrespective of all the fines they've got for bribery and everything. But when somebody that's actually working there, you know, that was high up is saying, hey, don't get this. Maybe you should start listening then. Exactly. I mean, he's, he's talking about, in his opinion, we only a couple of weeks, um, you know, if these COVID passports were to come in, that to get to get to have some bit of normality that we, that we had. Um, yeah, he, he thinks the time is very, very little um, and there's not much um, time on it. But I would disagree in a sense. I think we still have a bit of time. But yeah, if we if we do um, go down this route of the COVID passport, uh, England or whatever it is, I mean, that's just, it's just in other words, China's social credit score system is, is what it is and what's going to escalate um, onwards and upwards too. So I know that one. Then I know we had, you see, um, the team of this week, I guess, like a lot of weeks is, of course, around this, you know, this fake vaccine again, because you had, um, it doesn't help when you have celebrities, um, paid up, bought cult celebrities, the likes of Mariah Carey. Uh, I think we mentioned her name last week or so, and or the week before maybe. And we had likes of uh, Hannibal uh, Lecter, aka Anthony Hopkins, showing in the actual video clip itself. Uh, he's you know, supposed to be injected, and then of course your one uh, takes the vaccine out and squirts it all out. <laughs> squirts it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Look, have a look for yourself. Well done. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
just put a band-aid and I need to hand you over your vaccination card, okay? Thank you, ma'am. You okay? Yeah. Okay, you didn't pass out on me, right? No. no. <laughs> I don't mind. Okay, alright. So let me give you your paperwork and you're all good. Like, they're, they're basically, that, that should be criminal because they're mm -hmm. basically trying to encourage you to get a vaccine. And the same with all the leaders around the world. And we know they're not. They should actually you know, all be locked up for that because they're basically trying to say, hey, go and get this vaccine. It's really important. And we can see they're not even doing it themselves. So like, yeah. if that doesn't make you wake up, yeah, it does not want it. I mean, Mariah Carey is the very same as well, and and you should see her after getting the you know the the alleged vaccine, of course, that she doesn't actually get, and that the screams that come out, or she must have hit hit all time new musical notes after that scream that came out over that time. And, it's uh, probably our next, uh, yeah, probably our next one hit, hit record. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> she, she'll join up with a, a Dolly Parton one, yeah. Um, and she basically says after as well, it says that um, oh, see, I told you I was a vampire. Oh, you know, no blood, no nothing coming over us. So, yeah, all these cult members again, of course, bought up celebrities from Hollywood and the elites, um, pushing the agenda again, and none of them actually getting it themselves. Hey, Three presidents express. Uh, yeah, we have the three presidents then, three right um, cowboys, to right. <laughs> what names do you put in? Three of the worst presidents um, the United States has ever seen, the likes of uh, Obama, Clinton, and George Bush. And of course, they want to, you know, get back to normal, as they say as well. So, you know, if everybody, every citizen so can actually play their part, you know, go out and get that vaccine. I mean, talk about desperation times for getting so many of these um, elites on board to push this uh, toxic vaccination that is killing. Uh, thousands upon thousands, injuring tens of thousands. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccines are available to millions of Americans, and soon they will be available to everyone. This vaccine means hope. It will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. I want to go back to work and I want to be able to move around. To visit with Michelle's mom, the hug her and see her on her birthday. You know what I'm really looking forward to is going to opening day in Texas Ranger Stadium with a full stadium. We've lost enough people and we've suffered enough damage. In order to get rid of this pandemic, it's important for our fellow citizens to get vaccinated. I'm getting vaccinated because we want this pandemic to end as soon as possible. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. So roll up your sleeve and do your part. This is our shot. Now it's up to you. 
did not have sexual relations with Monica Lewinsky. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and uh, that didn't work out for him. But the other thing as well is like he was on uh, Epstein's plane plenty of times. So you're going to listen to this, you know, hey, guy. Yeah. And, and then two yeah. minutes later, as you say, what you say, oh, do you have sexual relations with Monica Lewinsky? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Hillary. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, unbelievable. And she, of course, does by himself all the colluding and corruption and, uh, you know, shit that they've done um, through, their, through their lifetime. The Clinton body count goes on and on. But um, what, I know we have a few other points definitely to go through as well. Well, um, one as well, because since we're talking about presidents, um, because when Trump had so-called got this disease, he basically said he took all the natural cures and cured himself without any vaccines. And now he's got a telegram group with over a million people on it. And he's going out kind of encouraging people to get the vaccine. And I've also seen that um, they've actually, his his daughter, Ivanka Trump, breaks social media silence, posts mm. photos of getting the COVID vaccine. You know, yeah. she's been broke for science of three months. I mean, and they're basically saying, uh, you know, uh, I, I've got it, kind of, you get it. You know, I yeah, hope you do too. Yeah, yeah. it's so a lot of people are thinking because I know we both have a lot of uh, American fans as well. I've been saying this from the start regarding um, QAnon and Trump. A lot of people are going, boy, he's the savior. He has done too many things over the years. Yeah, granted, he didn't have a war unlike the rest of them, which is a good thing. But if you look at when he was bankrupt, who he got bailed out by, the Rothschilds, and all the other different things that he's done. And now he's basically telling people, go away and get the vaccine and all this. Of course. It's and, one and who, bad clone. Who, who rolled out Operation Warp Speed was, it was, was Trump. I mean, so that should send off alarm bells and people's head alone. No, not, not not good at all there. Um, I suppose we better get, give a bit of hope because we're, we're back to doom and gloom again. So uh, in Iceland, we got the mandatory quarantine, uh, uh, hotel quarantine illegal. The Icelandic court has ruled. Um, district court in the Icelandic capital of Reykjavik has ruled in seven separate cases last week that forcing people to stay in hotel quarantine is illegal. And that's decent because I see that they were pushing out in Ireland as well. I saw a few programs and they were basically collecting people from the airport, chucking them in under military. So the military mm. are in the corridors and bringing them there. They're not even giving them this fake PCR test, which we know is fake. It's not done mm. properly. You can't even isolate this so-called COVID thing that they're telling us is the killer disease around the world. And people are two weeks stuck in a hotel, living on crappy food and everything in the candy mm. So they're basically making people prisoners in, mm. our, I don't even know what other countries they're doing that, but it's good to see that Iceland has actually, uh, you know, ruled it yeah. illegal. Yeah, I mean, they're doing it in Ireland as well. There's one or two people recently, last couple of weeks, you know, they, they broke out of the hotel, God forbid, like, you know, they broke out of freedom. I mean, at the end of the, and the police, of course, rounded them back up and put them back in again, uh, like, you know, like herding cattle. But at the end of the day, it's, it's a form of kidnapping, is what it is. Like, you, you've been forced into this uh, premises without your, um, without your consent. And on top of that, then you you basically they can call it false imprisonment, you can call it whatever terminology it wants, but you've actually went in there against against your will for what? For some virus, something that was going to attack you or you're going to transmit? Absolutely zero evidence. So I mean, I talk about bullshit after bullshit story consistently all the time. And yeah, people are actually putting up with this. And people, a lot of people are unfortunately, and a lot of people are actually normalizing it. Of course, like the media as usual, they're normalizing the whole thing. You know, this is this is what's got to be done. It's 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 just mental that people can think this. And then not alone that, and then we have in Australia as well. They now are not the prime minister over there. He's not ruling out, you know, the bracelet or the, the ankle bracelet over there. So what he's saying, in other words, is that, um, you know, even the people actually says who've been got the two doses of this vaccine, 
on top of that, he says, is now that you won't have to quarantine the hotel, we'll try and get you from the hotel to your home. So instead of the hotel, you can just quarantine at home. But you have to do one thing, you have to make sure you have the ankle bracelet around you, just so we know we don't step out your own, outside your own boundaries of your own house. So, I mean, yeah, this is any, talk about normalization of things, and people are still not waking up and out in the streets going mental over this. It's just beyond me sometimes. And um, like when you say people out in the streets, because uh, uh, we discussed it earlier about a guy in the UK going in for his father. And I think that's interesting that people should hear about that one. Yeah, it was in some part of the UK and he was inside in one of the hospitals with NHSR and he was out in the corridors. I won't play the video. It's about a nine minute video. What I'll do is I'll leave it in the links below if people want to look at himself, they can, they can see it themselves. And what he's basically talking about is his father's in the hospital. He's the son. He's in there. He's seen his father's papers inside and it basically says that um, he's down as that he actually got the COVID um, test. Now, he asked his dad. His dad completely said, no, there's no way I'll get this test. How he knows his dad didn't get it because his father was already talking beforehand. He knows that at the end of these Q-tips, they have uh, ethylene oxide, which is one of the highest uh, cancer agents there is around. So he knows his dad would have not got it under any circumstance. So he's basically having an argument. His son didn't have an argument out in the corridor. There's two security there. There's a couple of nurses and doctors so on out in the corridor. He's there on his own. I think his girlfriend's with him. And he's saying that, um, you know, my dad didn't get it. So you've actually falsified his papers. And then she's saying, oh, um, well, um, we had, he had symptoms um, and basically she was talking about the symptoms or something got to do with his oxygen levels dropping. So he's saying, so you, you didn't actually test. She goes, well, no, but we didn't test, but we can actually test now if you want to. So he's like, you didn't actually test this all. Now you want to test to verify your falsified uh, claim that's actually on the, the paper itself. So, I mean, that went on for a while. And then his girlfriend, I presume it was his girlfriend, I was beside him with a phone uh, camera as well. And she says to another guy that was standing there, he looked like he was over one of the wars there. And he actually, um, she says to me, you mean to tell me as a so-called medical professional, are you wanted denying me saying that there's ethylene oxide uh, on the end of these Q-tips that's a cancer-causing agent? And please tell me that this is, this is false because I know you won't be able to tell me it's not true. And the guy just stands there, hands in his pockets, silence. So basically, yeah, he, can, he knows it's actually true. And yet they want him to go in and stick these swabs up, up their nose when they know there's actually um, cancer sterilized causing agents on top of these Q-tips and falsifying all the documentation inside. But you can see the video in, in the link below if you want to look at. The moral of the story is that um, how many more people around England and across the world, like never mind if you get the test, I mean, it gives you a false positive, but now you don't even have to get the test. You're just putting down your thing that you actually did the test. So how many more people? Because the of the kickbacks, because when oh, they actually yeah. diagnose it, I think it's something like 15, 14,000 that they get, euro and dollars. And then when they're on the respirator, it's something like 49 or 39. 39 or something. Like up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, like that in itself should be criminal. But the fact that that nurse wrote down fake mm. information, yeah. She should lose her license. She should be kicked out and then just constantly go after people because instead yeah. of going after the big Pfizer's or the Bill Gates because they're so protected, just start knocking down these people that are actually making this thing happen because we, yeah. if we kick them out of the way, then it stops. Yeah, exactly. And, and to end it off then, of course, the, um, you know, the police came in the end. You don't see what it talks about in the link. The police came in the end. The base said, yeah, your father can be discharged if he wants that, that we can't hold him here anymore. So the son was like, yeah, let's get him out here. And uh, we're off and over back here again anytime soon. So, yeah, she was trying to basically cover her tracks in by, even though she knew she had it on the paper. She said, oh, if I just, um, maybe if we can just do the test now. So and then, you know, we'll actually just definitely see for sure if he has it. Like, you know what I mean? What? Only for him. Ram nose and see how she feels. Exactly, exactly. Um, what else are we, I think, to cover this week as well? We had, um, I know, a Chinese app um that they have over in china now at the moment and the app basically has got to do with you can you can snitch basically on, on on citizens um across china at the moment now with this new app 
bringing it out. So if you're any dis dissenting voice in China, you can sign up to this app and be notified the government that the people are saying, um, basically they're, they're going against the dictatorship, the communist uh, party that's over there. And if you're saying any sort of so-called false information itself, that I'm sure that will be on the, the social credit score system as well, that'll dock you more points. So yeah, imagine bringing out apps now that citizens, other citizens can actually you know squeal on each other and notify the government. And they will, unfortunately, because we see it as it is now. And yeah. what I would actually encourage people to do is read the book, The Hidden Hand, because it's on about China. And it's, it's a new mm. enough book. I think it's 2020 that it was written. But they're on about the UK and Germany, and there's all these different the group of 48s. There's, there's a load of different countries that are in cahoots with yeah. China. So, oh, you know, it's, some people don't realize what's going on. The whole lot is orchestrated and it's a very good book. So I would highly encourage people to, to read that. So I'll, I'll actually send you the details so we can put the links up. Do, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for well. sure. For sure. Um, I know we had um, on the G7. You were yeah, G7, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was, um, so on the G7 itself, actually, there was what's called a new global partnership launched to fight future pandemics. So in other words, you know, there's going to be more fabricated pandemics that's going to be up ahead. And now, of course, they're preparing for what they're going to uh, fabricate uh, just in advance. So um, it says, yeah, the government, uh, this is in England here, the government will today, 20th of April, launch a new pandemic preparedness partnership called the PPP to save lives from future diseases and prevent another global pandemic. You know, I mean, you, you just couldn't make this shit up, of course. And uh, you have usual culprits, of course, uh, involved in it. Uh, one part of it here is going down through, of course, Matt Hancock, that's the health secretary here in the UK. He's talking about the COVID pandemic has shaken the world, but the United does another determination to ensure no disease has such an impact in the future. As G7 president, I hope I'm reading that wrong, because he can't be the G7 president. Um, the UK is determined to work with our partners in, wait for the phrase again, to build back better from coronavirus and strengthen global preparedness for future pandemics. And it goes on and on and on. I mean, but what I want to do is go down to the article, the part of the article where it shows um, the full list of PPP steering group members. Just take a look at some of these members that's actually on it here. You have the chairman of it, Sir Patrick Valence, which is the UK Gov uh, scientific advisor. And he's got so many kickbacks out of all this as well. You've got uh, Sir John Bell. He's a uh, you know, member of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation as a scientific advisory in the committee. You have got, um, you've got Lord um, Jim O'Neill. He's a former chairman of Goldman Sachs. Uh, you've got Baroness, I'm going to pronounce this probably wrong, Manu Shafiq. Um, he's a former deputy governor of the Bank of England. So if anybody knows about that itself, the city within the city of London, the one square mile, all the Freemasonry lodges where all the, the corruption is a privatized bank. And all the corruption goes through there, the likes of the, you know, Jersey, Guernsey, uh, Panama Islands, all that kind of stuff as well. All, all the fraud, all the corruption, all the shit goes through there. Um, all the, those drugs, everything goes through that uh, one square mile of London. Not a lot of people are actually aware of that. That's a city within, within a city. Um, you have, of course, Sir Jeremy Farrer, with the director of the Wellcome Trust. I've covered him uh, and chair of the scientific advisory group of the WHO, of course. I've covered him lots uh, before with Event 201 with the GPMB. Um, you have Peter Sands, Executive Director of the Global Fund. And as we know, the Global Fund, I think uh, Gates has been involved in that since back in 2002, I believe it is. And I know at the moment, so he's funded billions up till about 2020. And in 2020, up till 2022, he's actually donated $760, $760 million that he's given, playing his part in that. Who else have we left here out of the, the team of criminals? Um, We've got Sir Men Pangalas, he's Executive Vice President of Biopharmaceuticals with AstraZeneca. You've got Chief Scientific Officer with Pfizer. Um, 
and uh, yeah, you've got Roger Connor, president of the Global Vaccines, GSK, and you've got uh, June Ray, chief executive of MHRA. So, I mean, yeah, the list goes on of all these kind of people. So, um, of course, uh, nothing to worry about here. I mean, what could possibly go wrong with all these people um, making up uh, global events going forward? <laughs> That's the G7. So always the same good boys hanging around together. Yeah? Oh, you know, follow the trail. It always leads back to the same one. And exactly. uh, there was uh, something as well that I had on the, um, the, the, the World Health uh, Organization as well. Um, that the, the World Health Organization rejects COVID passport schemes over fears vaccines don't stop the virus transmission. So yeah. I, we can leave the that, link for that that, that people last, can... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, more it's propaganda like, as well. Just it's like pure confusion to everybody. Then to yeah. stop everyone, start course, you know, that they're all everybody. fighting each other, and yeah. that's that's orchestrated with every single thing in the world. Every institution is infiltrated, yeah. and they want confusion. And then people are at each other's throats instead of us all coming together, fighting exactly. these muppets and ending it all. It could be ended in the click of a switch, like. Well, so uh, we end it tomorrow if really if yeah. people actually just stop to think for a second actually collectively come together leave down all your race differences and all that kind of stuff you know and just we'll start out another time but for now like look at the real poison the real head of the snake that's actually trying to control everybody and divide us and unfortunately they've done a very good job uh dividing a lot of people globally so um yeah it's time people start to get together pretty quick and i'm looking forward to this weekend now in london Hopefully there's going to be hundreds of thousands and um, they're trying to get the million if they can, but hopefully hundreds of thousands at least are going to be marching in London um, for freedom and against lockdowns and all this stuff. They'll we, probably we do their usual antics of stopping trains and buses going in there and everything. They, exactly. Like they've, that they've in itself it, yeah. proves you're guilty when you're doing that, when you're stopping yeah. people going. So, you know, everybody should have their phones out recorded if yeah. you're being stopped and let everyone know. And, you know, that, that way then you're shaming them into... You know the exactly. corruption, what they're doing. Yeah. So I know you'd like to go for an old uh, bottle of champagne there at the weekend, but uh... <laughs> I probably won't be unless I've got my. Uh, I think the, the Guardian had an article, of course, backed by uh, Bill and Mindy Gates Foundation again. Surprise, surprise! They had an article on it and a nice little picture of a t-shirt, two t-shirts side by side, and then a bottle, uh, bottle of champagne beside it, saying, uh, "You know, Team Moderna, Team Pfizer, Team AstraZeneca, all this absolute bullshit propaganda." So. My, my idiot for if you got the job basically yeah. that's what that's what it should yeah, be replaced exactly. with you're like, supposed to celebrate something like what are you actually celebrating with a bottle of champagne and a few t-shirts uh the deaths the injuries they've caused to people globally because i know i know for a fact they haven't saved one life they just can't possibly for what's in these toxic shit that they're, they want to pinch your arm there's nothing in it to actually save your life when you do detrimental harm and the evidence is mountain by the day and uh, I know we done the interview with uh, uh, Don and David. Um, mm. I forget the, the title. What really kills what, you or what, something? What, what, what really makes you? Yeah. What makes yeah. you? Yeah. So like, there's a fantastic uh, chapter on vaccines on that, and I would just encourage you to go away and get that book because they've bulletproof that nobody's been able to debunk it, and everything's been a lie, and unfortunately we believe them at a certain age when we're younger but then when you start to question it then i question everything and exactly. a lot of the stuff that i've been questioning they've even delved further and they're showing exactly how we come to all this belief systems and it's actually frightening in a way but it's also great to go okay all these people that go oh but we stop smallpox with vaccines oh we stop polio with vaccines Rubbish. this Rubbish. stops all this bullshit yeah. and it's a brilliant book for actually looking at that and 
that's yeah, yeah it think, is a great yeah. book I, I've read it myself and definitely I highly recommend it I know you have it as well I mean yeah it's definitely a fantastic book and they've done fantastic work and like they said it took them 10 years to write this book and it's out since I think uh, not Christmas gone to Christmas beforehand before this whole pandemic nonsense kicked off they launched their book um, and, and you know in it like I mean they said over the last year or so that has been released you know I, I actually asked them as well as have anybody tried to attack you because they knew the pharmaceutical industry, the mafia cartel themselves, would actually try and launch as many attacks on them as they could for what they because they were actually turning the whole medical industry up in its head. That's what they've actually done, and it's so logical and it's so plain the way they've actually wrote all this stuff. But it's a fantastic book, and they said no. They've actually had, instead of more or less being attacked, they've actually had a lot of people come towards them, the likes of virologists, and they've you know 30, 40 year careers, and they realised our whole careers have been a fraud because there isn't any need for a virologist. It's a scam. There's no need for them at all. And a lot of these people have come forward. And said that I'm yeah, they realized their whole career was actually a scam that there's no need for biologists. It's, it's just well, very well done, a very well um, wrote book and uh, itself. And they, instead of getting attacked, they're actually getting quite a lot of praise for it. Um, so, you know, it's a fantastic book for people to go out and get. Exactly. So, listen, Chris, as always, been thoroughly enjoyable. We'll be back next week with some more doom and gloom, but hopefully some nice, cheerful news as well. Yeah? We will, to be sure. Thanks, Ryan. We'll talk to you next week. All right, cheers, Chris. So you'll find Chris on mindwars.uk. He's on Mindwars on BitChute. I'm on awakeningpodcast.org and Awakening Podcast um, on BitChute. Be sure to give us a thumbs up. Share with your friends. We're being shadow banned. We're being blocked. We need your help. So please help us spread the message. Until next week, take care. See you then.